0: James.
1: And today we're going to discuss the idea that you have to be lucky in order to um, be a successful creative.
0: Yeah you've done a few posts lately about um, making money as a creative and uh, having successful financial success as a creative and we often get a lot of pushback from that.
1: Yeah I always know when I when I make a post about uh making money with your art i always get people coming in getting quite triggered by it getting upset and the big thing that it's not even the biggest thing but like one of the things that gets brought up is that this idea of well you have to be lucky and it's not all hustle and it's not all about you know how hard you've worked but it's about luck and it's about perhaps in a more nuanced and complex conversation it's about your privilege um, and I just wanted to speak to that because it's a big conversation it's one that we need to have and it's not as simple as you need to be lucky and it's not as simple as you need to work hard and I think it requires a lot of conversation
0: yeah I think there's still a lot of scars in the community right from gatekeeper artist artistry yeah when perhaps there were fewer channels and there was uh, you know you really had to be noticed by someone higher up to be successful and that's when I mean, people throw numbers around, like, what was there someone commented on your post the other day and they said, oh, 98% of artists fail, which I don't, I've never seen that figure before. I don't know where they pulled it from. <laughs> I think
1: they pulled it from their booty.
0: Yeah. But you know, that's, that's the attitude, right? And I can see that maybe that was true. Um, and maybe it's still true in some ways. Um, but it's really, we're, we're very clearly in my eyes going through a shift Mm,
1: I agree um, and also I, I want to like push back in that and say it's not true it's not true 98% of artists don't fail um, at making money with their art it was such a it was a loaded comment that comment and I think they were talking from a place of pain um, but I completely agree This uh, we're moving from um, a system of gatekeepers where you relied on You know, the publisher, for example, being in a good mood when they read your book and maybe they felt particularly generous that day because something good had happened in their life. So they pushed your manuscript on and then the next editor that read it, they felt good that day too. All those like variables uh, being in your favor to now being able to do everything or having a lot more self-control. So luck is taken out of it now a lot more because you have the ability to chase things yourself. You have the ability to take what you want for yourself because of the connection economy because of the internet.
0: Yeah, I want to avoid the trap of assuming that because you were able to sell your art for money as well. Like, we're not assuming that every it's going to be exactly the same for everyone as it was for Amy. And I think, like, there's a lot that happened obviously behind the scenes for Amy before she was, well, for you, before you were able to sell your art. But, you know, it, well, I have seen that your story, it does seem like your story is propping up more and more lately. Yeah, like I'm seeing. Obviously, I, we still see very little of like, you know, I was writing in obscurity and I was only just getting by, and then a publisher came along and gave me a five hundred thousand dollar advance. Obviously, yeah. that still doesn't happen very often. Yeah, I mean that's that's still extremely rare. Or like, someone saw my artwork and gave me like gallery space, and yeah. <laughs> suddenly yeah. I became a millionaire. Like, obviously, that's that's not often what we're talking about.
1: And that is a lot to do with luck.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that sort of thing is super to do with luck, and obviously when you shift into the more you know, the style of art that you are doing, Amy, the conversation becomes much more a business conversation than an art conversation. Like when you choose to do art the way you're doing it, you're running a business. Yeah. Hundred percent running a business. It's not the waiting around like if you get picked up by a publishing house, you are a artist. That's that's Yeah, you're used
1: by the business as an artist. Whereas the
0: way you're doing it is you are a you do everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And obviously, there's luck and there's privilege involved in what I do. And I want to acknowledge that. And we need to be sensitive in the conversation to the fact that, you know, um, there's parts of who I am that make it more easy for me to live this life. Yeah. Um, and that's can be things from like the fact that I'm white, the fact that I'm cis, you know, there's lots of different parts of who I am that make it easier for me to perhaps connect online or just to be seen because... Um, of who i am and that is definitely plays a part in it but at the same time i've taken a lot of the variables into my control which means that i've taken a lot of the the luck into my own hands and i don't need it as much anymore
0: yeah and when we talk about you know high failure rates you see similarly you see you see very high failure rates in business as well um but and of course there are warnings that go along with anyone starting their own business too but there's not this defeated attitude i think a lot of artists have like if someone if someone said to you, "Oh, I'm I'm going to go and start my own business," you know, selling something that wasn't anything to do with art, I thought like there's much less negativity around that conversation.
1: Yes, hugely. There'd be like like there's just a much more supportive community around the idea of pure entrepreneurship. Um, and although like you know there's probably the same failure rates for entrepreneurs than artists. It's a mass, artists, there's massively
0: high failure rate. But you yeah. But, but it's like people, and that's what, why the people who succeed in business they start multiple businesses often
1: yeah and i was just about to say you know what do you mean failure like Mm. i've failed so many fucking times and i that doesn't make me a failure and it doesn't mean that i can't make money off my art like if you want to look at the first course i ever did like you know i made like 100 bucks from that course i did and it was a failure i suppose no i did i did definitely lose money on that course you're right Mm. um and you know but then i tried something else you know and as an artist we have no limit to what we can create and what we can keep trying to connect with so the idea that artists fail at making money with their art what do you mean like they've tried their whole lives until they've died like what do you mean 98% yeah. of artists fail yeah it's fucking annoying to me mm. it's such a downer of an attitude and it takes away people's agency and it and i worry that like it that these excuses Mean that people can put their hand up and be like, "Oh, that's that's gonna be me," so I'm not gonna try. Mm. And I worry that conversations around luck mean that we opt out and that we believe that it's an excuse for us not to try.
0: Mm. Interesting, that, you know, you see maybe some geographic disparities. Well, like people saying, "I think that comment well people they're talking specifically about." You know, New York and Brooklyn. Yeah. And artists—they know all these artists in Brooklyn. It's like the people who I see being successful nowadays—they're not living in brooklyn or new york like they're living in like they're
1: living everywhere
0: yeah you know they're living in a small town in in spain or they're living in like yeah you know uh take brook for example living in literally two hours away from sydney in the middle of nowhere yeah like it's 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 much more geographically dispersed now like you don't have to be in these big hubs which is a really cool thing i think you don't have to spend you don't have to spend the world's most expensive rent
1: Mm. living in brooklyn
0: to try and be an artist anymore
1: yeah Totally. And even when you look at more geographically, geographically specific crafts, like um, actors that want to be in LA or musicians that want to be in LA, there are still ways to access and put your art out there when you're not in those spaces yeah. uh, with, you know, with YouTube, with, you know, put making your own, you don't need to be in LA to make your own music. Like there's just so much more freedom there. And again, like you don't need to be lucky yeah. and, and you don't even need the financial affluence to take yourself there. Because you can do it where you are.
0: Yeah, and obviously, like once again, we wanted to talk about you know the fact that Amy started her business while living with, while well, we were both living with my parents. Yeah,
1: there was like, definitely financial which privilege there. So much,
0: like it took so much of the risk away for for us. Yeah, um, and without that. I don't know I mean maybe you still would have been able to do it without that but it was definitely part of the conversation yeah uh, I made it easier for you so when you did lose your job you were able to be like no I'm just gonna like I I can actually sit here for six months now and yeah and make art which obviously was a massive massive help
1: yeah it was a huge privilege to have and again that's that nuanced conversation right um yeah that was a privilege and it was so I was so I I guess I was really lucky to have that opportunity to, to not be stressed about housing when I first lost my job and I started to to make this business and, and go full time creatively. But at the same time, that truth doesn't mean that if you don't have that opportunity that I had, it doesn't mean that you're fucked. And I think that's the kind of binary view that a lot of people take. It's like, oh, Amy you know, was living with her in-laws when she started this business, so therefore, and I, I can't because I, I have to pay rent and therefore I, I'm not able to do what I love. And I worry that that's the binary that people think. Yeah. Like, I can't do it because I'm like this. And that's why I worry that this conversation is too black and white.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, we were talking about this yesterday. Um, the amount of people I know who are from as privileged or more privileged a background as we are who don't do anything. Yeah. Like, they still come up with an excuse.
1: Yeah, and I think that when we have conversations and when creatives have conversations around, oh, uh, you know, you need to be so privileged in order to create uh, – to have be a full-time creative you need to have you know so much financial backing blah 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 there you know there's an element of truth to how beneficial that is but it's also an excuse and it and it's a like a fertile ground for all these people to just start clinging on to these excuses as to why they can't do what they're born to do and what they love to do and I, I think it's problematic
0: yeah and of course it also comes down to our conversations we've had before about what what how do you define success like for me, I mean, I've never made a cent from from making art, but I still consider myself a very successful writer because I turn up turn up every day and I write.
1: Mm, yeah, like
0: that's hugely successful to me. Yeah, and I know that you like to. I mean, you don't necessarily like to steer into the just make just making art is enough conversation too much.
1: No, I mean, of course it is. It's yeah. just that for me, like. I always wanted to do what I do now mm. and I never thought that I could so that's for why sure. I talk about this as much as I do
0: yeah whereas I, I like to think of it more of a process driven approach like I've, I'm really satisfied and I feel successful because I am writing every day mm. um, and sure it would be a great added bonus to make money out of it but like just writing for 20-30 minutes a day is a huge success to me
1: yeah yeah totally and like
0: I don't feel like there's an all or nothing thing for me you know
1: yeah and i wonder if these people who are like oh you just can't be financially successful as an artist um are thinking of of you know like again like i always say this but the lady gaga like the the brad pitts the you know the very famous creatives who make millions and millions off of their art like there's and they would never consider it, yeah. you know, just being able to support your lifestyle as an artist, as being successful. Yeah, like,
0: you know, without going into it too much, we don't make a lot of money. <laughs> no, but we, but we,
1: like, you know. it's
0: um, And there are lots of costs involved. Like, it's not glamorous. Yeah. It's, um, we you say, know, we make, we probably, probably make less money than most of our friends, I would say. Definitely. more than all, basically all of our friends, but we make enough to get by, and it's like a huge privilege to us, and we love it.
1: Yeah, and it, you know, feeds us, and we've been able to take a little midweek Trip this week, which has been so lovely, and and it it you know it lights up our life, and we're so grateful for the finances it's provided us. But it isn't, you know, would we be considered a failure by some of these people uh, who yeah, come probably. on who come on and be like, no, it's impossible to make money with your art. I, we've been fed the story that um, successful artists are millionaires and billionaires, but the truth is is that su- there are so many fucking successful artists who who just make a you know a living wage. And that's
0: right, you know. I- I don't want to be, I feel like I'm being rude by saying this, but like, we don't live in the middle of the city, like in a three bedroom house. We live in a small one bedroom apartment in the northern beaches. Like, yeah. I think there's sort of, that's a decision from us to be like, we're prioritizing our art. Our art. Yeah.
1: And we're giving it a chance. Yeah. Rather than drowning in unreasonable costs and, yeah. And putting pressure on our art that it and at the, at the moment it can't live mm. up to
0: which obviously I, I totally acknowledge that that's um we're, a difficult conversation yeah and, um we're still we're incredibly love, lucky to live where we live um and to live the life that we live and the yeah. love was definitely involved
1: yeah I also want to have a quick conversation about how um, the other side of the coin in this black and white conversation is that hard work pays off and that hard work negates all luck, like trumps all luck. And that if you doesn't matter how how lucky you are, if you work hard enough, you'll get what you want. And I we vehemently disagree with this approach as well, which I guess this is the other side of the coin of. Of you have to be lucky Mm. and we need to strike somewhere in the middle here because the other side of the conversation and that you know hard work can negate all fucking issues that is ridiculous
0: yeah because obviously there's there's a chance that you could create every single day for the rest of your life and never make a cent out of your art yeah but there's also a chance that like you could get fired from your supposedly safe job tomorrow yeah and then like what's the difference
1: yeah totally
0: and I think that's like that defeatist attitude where it's like well you know there's some you know made up x chance that you'll be you'll fail but there's some somehow a better chance you'll succeed by um by not doing your art
1: Mm, yeah
0: by not doing your art there's a hundred percent chance you won't succeed in your art
1: yeah totally
0: and yeah of course i think the thing is that Working hard, and by that, of course, for us, that's a very that's another nuanced conversation. By what we mean by working hard is just doing some consistent work. Co- yeah, on your, commitment,
1: consistency. Just
0: showing up for yourself every day, um, not necessarily burning yourself out, No. Or not burning yourself out at all. Yeah. But um, if you show up for yourself every day, then you're just stacking the odds in your favor.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you're attracting. You're
0: increasing your chances. Yeah. And you might earn, you you know, you might be. Um, i can't tell you how much you're increasing your chances
1: no nobody can it's ridiculous because, when they put these fucking stats out
0: yeah it's like what, where did your survey come from like
1: yeah i
0: you know anecdotally asked 30 of my artist friends and only one of them's a millionaire yeah it's, it's like, so ridiculous yeah
1: yeah yeah i think um when you meet creatives and you know any athletes business owners who are, are really are attached to the hard work pays off and this is a, a, an attempt to control and an attempt to to understand or to try and, I don't know, it's like a way Well, they way want to of,
0: believe that they got to where they were because of purely themselves.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a great way of saying it. And they don't want to acknowledge their luck and privilege. Hmm. Like we always talk about Matt Fraser, who's the number one CrossFitter. who um,
0: He's like, HWPO, hard work pays off. The only reason I'm the best CrossFitter in the world is because of my hard work. It's like both your parents were Olympians. Yeah, They sacrificed like hours of their life every day to drive you to the weightlifting truck like to weightlifting and wrestling and stuff when you were um a child like you couldn't have chosen that no like you came from your genetics you're genetically
1: like insane parents
0: it doesn't mean that some people who like who didn't have two of them as parents haven't also done very well in the sport yeah it's just that like he was you know the luck odds were stacked in his favor yeah and he won't acknowledge that. And he
1: will not acknowledge that. It's HWPO, it was his hard work that got him there. And of course, it was his hard work that got him there. If he didn't try, he wouldn't be there. Mm. But he, he does. He refuses to acknowledge any other aspect of it. Um, which, as I said, it's the other side of this conversation. Like, it has. we have to strike a middle ground here. And we have to understand that, yes, luck is involved. But if you start using luck as an excuse not to try, then you've fucking played yourself and you've played your art. And it's deeply sad. And I just, I hate to think of anybody buying into these stories especially now when we have so many more opportunities to reach out and you don't need um to be anyone to have a platform you can be anyone to have a platform um yeah yeah it's a big conversation
0: yeah and when you you know when you look at the tools at your disposal nowadays like you you can take you can leverage the internet in your favor
1: yeah
0: and you've got to i mean it's it's often higher risk like we you know when we started to pay. We talk about this when we started to pay for marketing. It meant that we increased our risk massively. Like some days, we spend more marketing than we make. Yeah, so yeah. We, you literally lose money even trying to make your art. Yeah. But like, on the days it works, it's really great. Like that's a tool that we can you can use.
1: Yeah.
0: And I know, and like obviously we didn't use it at first because we had to get to the point where we were making enough money to use that sort those sort of tools. Yeah. Um, and obviously I want to acknowledge that not everyone has the savings or the ability to do that, but like, or look at Amy's Instagram platform, seven years it took for you to monetize that.
1: Yeah. It took me seven years. I know I get, I get a few people, not a lot, but people are like, well, yeah, you can say that because you've got a, an Instagram platform with, you know, 40,000 followers. And I'm like, yeah, but I had zero followers at one point in time.
0: Yeah. And it wasn't like you just went, <laughs> it wasn't like you started your Instagram A year ago and bam you suddenly no it's It's been a very
1: long very long uh process of growing that community and we've there's a big conversation to have about social media here too and how difficult it can be and how manipulative it can be but yeah i started on zero and i posted a picture about you know i I don't even fucking know it was like this inspires me to write and then i got like one follower out of it and then from seven years i've literally grown at probably one percent per week sometimes well, like, oh for no two for, years, for two years curl. i just lost followers yeah you know it's been a fucking journey
0: yeah and of course like you're i mean there's a whole i mean the algorithm exists and that's something that we literally don't control at all so of yeah. course, there's luck like do what did what i post correspond to what the algorithm wanted me to like every single thing in life is going to involve luck like, <laughs>
1: yeah
0: you know you were born with a certain set of genetics which was luck
1: yeah. just from the you're very base, born you know, at all and then,
0: and then you're interacting with other people who were born also with a random set of genetics yeah that are, and that's all luck like yeah and the way you're interacting is just you, I mean from a certain sp- perspective it's sort of just like this big algorithm that you don't have any control over yeah in a way
1: yeah
0: or that you have to like take some control some small amount of control over yeah. to, to have any chance of influencing it.
1: Mm. yeah Yep, yep yep. Yeah i don't know really what um the point of this conversation is but i think it is just that we need to start having bigger conversations about this rather than just coming in on um and diving in on artists who are saying i'm making money from my art and saying yeah well you've got to be so fucking lucky for that you know
0: yeah i think because i just see it growing like i see it growing like we're living in let's all i think we should acknowledge we're living in a different time like we're living Mm. in a different time we are like these last 10 years has been completely different for artists, completely different. So, you know, if you know a bunch of artists who were trying to make it in the 90s, like that doesn't apply anymore. Those yeah. rules don't apply anymore. Like, sure, there are some similarities maybe, like, mm. but if that's your model, your model is severely outdated. Your model is 30 years out of date there. Yeah. Or like, you know, what well, if you think about that model was the same model they were using at the beginning of the 20th century. So it's really, it's a century out of date.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And you've got to think about new paradigms.
1: Yeah. I do find that often people who have the biggest issues with me talking about money are, are slightly older creatives or mm. they're no longer creatives, I don't think. Um, and perhaps they just, they don't understand the shift. Yeah, Like, you know, we're so lucky. We we are, and, and I know, we both know so many creatives who are now doing this, you know, either creating money beside their job or are doing it full time. Like this is real, it's actually happening yeah. and it's available to you. And I don't want anyone like fucking being a, downer about it to stop you and to make you think that no you've got to be lucky and you're not going to be lucky enough so i'm not going to try like just really scares me Mm. that this kind of conversation and these kind of people who are so determined to be like yeah but you know 98% of artists fail are going to you know dissuade someone from doing what they're born to do
0: and you know and do you want to be someone who said that they tried to ride the wave like this new wave like it's so fresh like you don't know where this is going it could be this amazing abundant future for artists that we're moving into it might not be but, but it, could it might be. It could be like do you want to be someone who was like happy to say yes i want to i want to try and ride that wave
1: mm-hmm. or do you want to be
0: someone who was like eh, it was too hard
1: yeah it was too hard was And too like, much all luck we're
0: asking you to do is to create for 20 or 30 minutes a day, <laughs> like, yeah and then you know throw up a squarespace site and try and sell some of it yeah. That's all we're asking you to do. Like, I know that has costs as well, obviously, yeah. you know, you've got to pay for Squarespace commerce or Shopify, same thing, like you're gonna have to put aside, you know, 30, $40 a month for, for Shopify. I don't know how much Shopify costs, never used it. Um, and that's risk, obviously, but you can always cancel the next month if you didn't make any money out of it mm. and try again, like yeah. cancel and try again. How many products have we canceled and tried again? Like how many iterations was- of everything have we tried? Yeah. And most of it didn't work Yeah. until you find that vein
1: yeah the vein of gold
0: yeah
1: yes I think also I just want to remind everyone who's feeling kind of impacted by this uh, these stories of, of needing to be lucky um, that you are deserving of trying and that we want you to try and that we need you to try mm-hmm. um, and I'm speaking here to artists who want to make money from that I just want to clarify that I know not everybody does but if you have that desire to make money with your art, again, like my post from the other day, I just want to remind you that it's not childlike, it's not naive. Like I felt so naive for so long, and because that's the story. Oh, you're so naive! It's you've got to be so lucky to get, you know, to actually make it as an artist. That's the story. Mm. But you're not being naive. The reality is that it's very possible now to make money from your art. Um, and yes, luck is involved, but you are able to to stack the odds in your favor in your favor by going after it and being vulnerable and creating every day and sharing every day
0: yeah I think I mean in many ways it's interesting I think visual artists have something of an advantage here I think it's it's almost easier to find a platform online to show people your visual art and to mm. sell it I mean obviously this is totally anecdotal from my perspective but it does seem like they if you are a visual artist like you really are living in a time where if you think you're making good art and you can put it out there yeah like there's an opportunity for you for sure
1: definitely um but i also want to speak to you know and different mediums like i want to speak to musicians i want to speak to actors i want to speak to writers like there are so many different and super creative ways for you to put your art out there um and i encourage you to go investigate and play and be risky and and do something new because this is like such a fucking fertile time Mm. to put your art out there
0: yeah and if you think oh the, my style of art there's no, no one else is making money from it right now online it's like well maybe you'll be the first
1: yeah i know i get a i would love to do a podcast with um, an actor because i get a lot of messages from actors who find it hard they feel that their craft is slightly different to the the crafts that we normally talk about
0: yeah obviously the, the startup costs of trying to shoot a, short film, a short film or, film, yeah, or get the equipment hi, is higher. much higher than writing
1: or... yeah but again like that has its difficulties and maybe it has more luck involved but like there are ways to stack the odds in your favor and Mm. there's got and it it isn't solely reliant on luck and i think acting is one of those things like i was trying to be an actor for a while back in my younger days and i felt so overwhelmed by the luck element of it again because of the gatekeepers the audition process and literally you could be like oh i have like a one percent chance of getting this role or less than that way less (laughs) um yeah but again like even though that's the main narrative like what ways can you look at it differently because there are going to be so many different ways because the world is changing
0: and that's the thing we've talked about on the podcast as well is um have you got like have you developed skills that allow you to pivot into a different like slightly different creative yeah you know like just i'm literally just making stuff up right now but you know are you an actor okay well maybe like you'd be great at spoken word poetry yeah because you've got that amazing presence on stage or something, like yeah. Just as just a,
1: different ways to yeah,
0: or would you be connect? able to have a really interesting podcast because you have a beautiful voice and like you have a lovely way of speaking and um, yeah, things like that. that. I don't know.
1: I love that there was a a writer yesterday who tagged me in this beautiful like. Melodic, she'd used music to inspire her words and it was super multidisciplinary and it was fucking magic. And I think that's a really cool way to do it. It's it's just so so exciting. There's so many things you can do. And
0: it's getting cheaper and cheaper to access, you know, like you can make a website now yourself using any of these um you know, Squarespace or WordPress or anything, which is, you know, ninety percent as good as professional. Mm. And you can just do it from a template. Like the cost of that has gone down so much. Like same with we're using GarageBand right now to do this yeah, podcast. Yeah, it's free. <laughs> We've got a hundred dollar mic that we bought from the shops, like, and it takes us once you get the initial setup done, like it takes us ten minutes. then after we finish this, to get the podcast up, yeah, like things that have become so much more accessible, like you can just try so much stuff.
1: I think this is, you know, a really good time to just be like, the obstacle is the way. You yeah. know, like, what thing do you think is the unbreakable barrier? And, like, for a long time, I thought I was, you know, completely immobilized by this idea that I had to have a publishing contract in order to be successful, and that was my obstacle. And it took me years. Like, I literally stared at that obstacle for years, thinking, like, truly believing that there was nowhere around it. Um, And eventually, you know, I was like, there's so many creative ways around this problem. Mm. Um, But really...
0: And once you realize that i feel like now you know you've you try so many different mediums like now we're, we're making this short film next week like, yeah and you've got two short films in the works really like yeah you're um where we get to collaborate with all these amazing artists and you know everyone's kind of come together um and you know we are using the proceeds from amy's other business to fund this short film yeah it's and so it's fun. amazing like it's this so incredible fun. opportunity we've got all these amazing creators coming together yeah um And then like, that's just an amazing, you know, that's not, you're not being a writer there. So technically every time you make a short film, you're failing as a writer. (laughs) You want to look at it that way.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, if you want to, you can. Yeah. But I don't think you should.
1: Yeah. I think one of my biggest lessons in this whole journey was just thinking outside the box Mm. and, and being ready to receive success in whatever way it came to me because I was so committed for so long to receiving success in one way Hmm. and it had to be that one way. And I'm a very stubborn person. It honestly amazes me that I was ever able to get over that, but I thought my success was going to be in a publishing contract. And that was the only way I was ever going to be happy creatively. And it took, you know, years for me to let go of that. But now um, there are so many different things that I'm creating in so many different ways. And I had to be open to those to that abundance coming in different areas of my life and in different ways for me to really crack open and and be the person I'm meant to be.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just want to say at the end here, like we're not trying to attack anyone here. No. We're just trying to say like, if you are feeling hopeless about this, like there are ways. Yeah. And you know, you don't have to feel like you because of, you know, where you come from because of who you are, like because of, things outside of your control that there's no chance for you.
1: Yeah, that I really like with acknowledging, you know, the state of the world and the way things are, I want to acknowledge that. But I also want you to know that there is opportunities for you no matter who you are. And there's ways to do things no matter where you've come from. And yeah, that's really why I wanted to make this podcast to just remind people of the potential and the abundance and the creative success that's
0: available to you. I think the reason we come down hard on people who like are trying to talk against that narrative because I feel like there's just enough of that in the fucking world. Exactly. There's enough of that negativity in the world. Like we don't need another voice saying no you can't.
1: I mean, the reason why I speak about this is because for so long, all I heard was those voices and they hurt me. They made me feel so small. They made me feel like I could never do anything. All I ever heard was how naive I was for wanting to do this. All I ever felt was this like horrible, bitter, failed artist kind of view of the world of like, fuck, it's too hard. You can just never have an abundant life. You're always going to feel like shit. So we talk about this because this feels counter narrative. And
0: if that's what you were experiencing as someone with a lot of privilege, like imagine what other people are experiencing yeah i know what your negative voice is saying to other people
1: yeah so that's why we want to speak about this this is why we want to come you know it's a big conversation it is nuanced but i want to come to it as with positives you know with because this is possible and we need you and i want you to do what you know that you're born to do and i don't want you to have to listen to this fucking bullshit stories of you know
0: know is it? We don't know. Is like, is creativity going to become the next accountancy? Is going to be the next super safe, you know, down the line career option? Probably not. But yeah. like, is it leaning more towards a viable path? Maybe. Yeah. I like to think so.
1: Yeah, I like to think so too.
0: Hmm. And Look, based on what we've seen in the community,
1: literally from just, in front of my very eyes, on our, not on,
0: just on our experience, but we see, we see creators selling their stuff online. New creators selling their stuff online every day, and they talk to us about it. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they're not... And once again, maybe they're not making a million dollars from it, but they might be getting pizza and beer money.
1: Yeah. Fucking epic. Cool. Yeah. Super
0: cool. Yeah. Might be getting, like, a little bit of holiday money or something. Or a little bit of, you know, helping out with the rent a little bit.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what we're saying you can can achieve.
1: Today. And more. Yeah. But, like,
0: we're saying, like, maybe that's it. Maybe that's your success.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Thanks, guys. As always, we're really open to having a conversation about this having feedback about this um if this resonates and if you are loving the podcast as always we really really freaking appreciate it when you leave us a review on apple like it, we check it every now and again and it's, we love it when we see a little little even love if, note
0: even if you're on spotify you could somehow duck over to apple
1: yeah have a little trip we'd um, really appreciate it
0: yeah thanks thanks Th- so much guys thanks guys bye